What up, what up? This is The Sports Life. I'm your host, Blake. Let's get right into it. And today's topic, I I, I said I wanted to get into... Uh, by the way, this is the second episode, if you are listening. I just published another episode. If you could go check that out, I'd appreciate it. And I'll, first, I want to say... Before I get into any topics, I do want to say I appreciate everyone who's clicking play and actually listening. Even if it's just half of it, I appreciate that. Uh, I've been looking at the statistics, and I'm doing quite well. This is only my, I think, second week of doing this. And, you know, I'm trying to keep consistent with it, and I think I've done pretty good with that. But anyway, uh, what I want to talk about today is uh, the Browns and their struggles uh, well, not necessarily struggles. Well, you know, you could say they struggled, but mostly the drama surrounding the Browns. Um, and a few days ago, the uh, the story coming out about uh, Odell Beckham wanting to play uh, for other teams. In fact, when they played against the Seahawks, 49ers, and I think the Ravens, and I, and it came out too. It was also the Steelers that he said, "Come get me." So that's not a good look for Odell. But you do, you do realize these guys are competitors. They want to win. Now, some guys just have less patience when it comes to winning than others. Some, some actually spend their career with uh, teams that don't win. And Odell's been a very outspoken player in the past, even with the Giants, and he is being an outspoken player now. And if you've seen the Ravens and the Browns game this past weekend, actually yesterday, uh, the Ravens beat them 31-15, to but he did not look very pleased with Freddie Kitchens on the sideline. Uh, not at all. So I think as a team, it does start with the coaching staff. It starts with the front office and... Um, how they're handling the players, how they're coaching them, what they're coaching. I think a big part of this, really, if you want to look at what sums up the Browns this season, just go back to the Miles Garrett incident with that fight when he literally ripped off Mason Rudolph's helmet and hit him over the head with it. I think that really does staple what the Browns have been this season. And look, they've got a lot of talent. They're not bad. They're not a bad football team. They've just they can't they haven't been able to get over this hump of playing to their full potential. And this happens with a lot of other teams. This has happened with teams in the past. This team, if you are a Browns fan, despite that season going the way it is, the, the way it is, uh, and a lot of Browns fans thought Super Bowl or at least the playoffs, and that's not happening because they're you know they're mathematically eliminated. They're done. But if you're a Browns fan, you do have to be um, more optimistic and more positive uh, and have a better mindset mindset to this point if you're a Browns fan. More specifically, if you've been a Browns fan for years, you, you, you talk about in the past years that 0-16 year becoming the only the second team in the NFL history to go winless in a whole season. So that's been in the past. And if you look at this team now, last year they went to getting seven wins to getting only one or two the previous year. And then to this year, 
They're sitting at, I believe, let's say, well, the third in the AFC North. Uh, but, you know, if you're a Browns fan, you do have to be more optimistic because of what they've been able to do this season, and they're so much more talented from years past. And right now they're 6-9, six and nine, six wins. You know, this, a lot of teams don't get to six wins. So you, you kind of have to be pleased. Uh, and last year they got to seven. Yeah, they were seven and eight last year. So they can, they can finish in this with the same record. As last year, and the two thousand, the two thousand and the two thousand and seventeen and eighteen season, um, the Browns that was their winless, that was their winless season. They went zero and sixteen, and the year before that, in the two thousand sixteen and two thousand seventeen season, they only had one win, and that was that was against the Chargers. I remember that game. Um, and then in the two thousand fifteen and two thousand sixteen season, they had three wins. So, if you are a Browns fan, even in the past couple of years, you do have to be at a better place in your mindset with being a Browns fan because this team is much more talented. They have improved over the years. They've they've gotten over like officially. Let me do a quick some quick math here. So set it, setting aside the 2018 and 19 season, 2017 they went uh, 0-16, zero wins there. 2016 that was their one win season. So over um, a couple years they only had four wins. Actually, so 2015 to 2018. So over three years, they had four wins, and that's it. You almost have as many wins as uh, years. <laughs> that's not good. That's not good. So if you are a Browns fan, to date, you do have to be excited in some way. I mean, I know there there's still obviously some drama there. There's still some struggle there, but you have improved. You're now a seven. You're, you're, you could finish, you know, with seven wins. So you do have to be excited about that. The biggest part, I, I'm not sure where Browns fans sit right now. And by the way, they do they play the Bengals. So that's a very winnable game. So they can finish with seven wins. They can finish with the same record as they did uh, last year. But, um, excuse me, they, they tied last year, I believe. But they could finish with as many wins as they did last year. So I'm not sure where Browns fans sit. As far as what they do with the coaching staff, uh, Freddie Kitchens, whether he's fired, John Dorsey, I, I feel like is the guy who a lot of people aren't putting blame on, and I'm not putting blame on anybody, but I do feel like if you're going to put blame on Freddie Kitchens, Baker Mayfield, and the rest of the coaching staff, you do also have to look at John Dorsey, who is the one who hired Freddie Kitchens. He is the one who had part in drafting Baker Mayfield. And I don't think Baker Mayfield's a bad quarterback. I don't. I think he's a good quarterback. I just think he's that type of quarterback that is going to need a little bit more help than other quarterbacks. You know, t- specifically um, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Tom Brady, uh, except, you know, in recent years uh, with him you know, aging, showing his age, and that's not bad. You talk about a great career, six Super Bowls, but quarterbacks like Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, even Aaron Rodgers, who don't necessarily need help to win. You know, obviously they're not going to look as great, but 
they don't necessarily need help to win. And if even if you are a Browns fan and you're a Baker Mayfield critic in some way, you have to do you have to take a look, uh, take a step back and look at this team. While they're very talented, they have underachieved. But if you look at the roadblocks that have been in front of this team, as far as the culture that's been built, yet Baker Mayfield and the team have been has been have have or has been able to um, get to seven wins last year and then the more talented roster this year potentially could finish with seven wins. So if you are a Browns fan, again, there's some upside there. I'm not going to go as far to pin the blame or pinpoint the problem. I don't think really it's it's not a uh, 100% type of deal. It's not a, a for sure thing of what the problem or who the problem is. But I feel like if you are going to try to solve it and try to figure it out, you do have to start with the coaching staff who have a large part in building the culture uh, with a team. And I think the word culture isn't used a lot with teams, with like fans, with people who watch the game. Culture doesn't come up a lot, but I will assure you. In the coaching staff, um, people involved directly with the team, culture is a big part of it. Actually, it's the messages they put across have to do uh, have to do uh, with culture specifically. So, make no mistake, culture is a huge part about winning and losing, and it's a huge part with teams. That's why. You across sports, not specifically NFL, not a, not in a specific sport, but across all sports, this is why you see, you know, you see a bad team, and they just seem to be consistently bad, even if they make change. It's a culture issue. It, it there needs to be a, a makeover on the culture, and I believe that's the Browns. I, I, that's where you start. That's the centerpiece of the Browns' drama, the Browns' struggle. Uh, they're definitely a talented team. No one's doubting that. You got Odell Beckham on the outside, Jarvis Landry, um, Nick Chubb, who looks like an absolute stud. He was actually leading the NFL in rushing yards before this week, and this week isn't yet wrapped up. But I think he could, he might finish uh, st- still at the top of the rushing leaderboard for this season. So, and then you also have Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt has looked. Equally as nice, at times, you know. So this team doesn't does have talent defensively. They have talent. Don't overlook that either. But yeah, I think it, it starts with the culture issue. Uh, and I think a lot of teams that have been struggling this year, it starts with the culture issue. It's not on a specific person. While there are people that help impact that culture, um, there's a lot more to it. It doesn't start with. Uh, one coach, it doesn't start with two, it doesn't start with three. It has to do with coaches, plural, uh, and far more than three, um, and players, plural, and far more than a handful. So, yeah. But I do believe there are, like the head coach, he, the head coach, depending on who it is, plays a large part in laying the foundation of the culture and the tone of the program, of the team, and also the owner, um, 
depending on the owner, who it is, what part they play. Like different teams, you know, they their owner pl- plays a larger part, and then the other teams, their head coach doesn't play as a large part as other head coaches for other teams. So it really just starts with who's in control, who is the one uh, trying to sell this message to the players. So, yeah, and I think that also if you want to look, if you want to look deeper into it. This is why a lot of teams will bring in veteran players, not you know, not specifically because of their play and for their play. It's because the player helps uh, the young players. It helps um, also. It helps with the culture. So it, it's just. I think that's where you start with the Browns. It's a culture problem. So you know, I'm done rambling about the Browns, but. Yeah, that, that's just my opinion. Um, if you do have another opinion, the few listeners that I do have so far, leave me a message, and I will possibly include that in my the next episode, and I I can discuss that. So moving on, um, already spoke on the Browns drama. Uh, put out my top three quarterbacks in the upcoming draft. If you haven't listened to that episode, please do. Uh, done the review of week 16, just put that out a few minutes ago, like literally a few minutes ago. Um, next up will probably be an interesting topic, Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes. And I, I seen this, I don't remember exactly where I seen it. I think I seen it, uh, from a show on the NFL network, but I want to get to that and that's going to be the next episode. So I do hope you enjoyed this episode of the sports life. I'm your host, Blake till next time. Bye.